And like with this side of the house, like the front, we've got a park where people often get decapitated. But then the back of and the house. Just, sorry, back yeah, up. You say it's often a thing get deca- decapitated. When me and Pax got home from a festival a few years ago, there was like three policemen in our bins. And they were like, oh, we're looking for a machete. And oh. they were like, oh, someone's been decapitated. Glad we missed that then. <laughs> Welcome to Dating My Mates, the podcast with me, Katrina E. Lawrence, a podcast where I fire my arsenal of questions, usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates, at one of my mates. And this week I've got Burridge. Hi, Burridge. Hello. How are you? I am great, actually. How are you? Good. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good, yeah, good to very, hear. Very, very well. It's so nice to see you. You too. It's been far too long. Like ages and ages. Yeah, yeah. years and years. Over half a decade. That's long enough, isn't Nearly it? Nearly really? said century, but um, <laughs> feels like we're it. not immortal. <laughs> no, 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 no. Might be if we get a vaccine. Never well, know yeah. what's going to happen. Exactly. Imagine if it did just make you immortal. I don't think I'd like that, actually. No. no. I was actually saying this to my grandma yesterday on the phone that mm. once you've lived a certain amount of time, you've seen it all. Yeah, yeah. There's not much more to see. And I feel like if there was more to see, you'd just be a bit unimpressed. Or you just go on the internet and it tells you. Yeah. Yeah. I was really, oh, this is actually immortal. Ooh, um, yesterday on the Instagram, yes. I, was doing a, I was doing a doom scroll, you know how you do when you, you just yeah. sat. Um, and apparently, if rumours are true, and I do believe all rumours are. Sure. Elon Musk mm. is developing a, I don't know whether it's a, a chip or what, that you can put in your brain and it will save all your thoughts so that when you die, it can be put in a system like a robot. So you live on because he wants to make uh, virtual reality and all that that's in sci-fi films real. Firstly, where are you going to put everyone? I don't, on a like USB we're crowded stick. enough as it is. Yeah, yeah but like... Put into another person, or just no? So you can put like... you into like a robot or a computer. Yeah, but so I don't know if it's they take up space. Well, I know, yeah. Or I or guess whether it'll be have... like a hologram. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, like go Kanye, go a do a Kanye. Mm. Um, and then there was a a poll afterwards, being like, if this was a thing, would you do mm. it? Nah, no, no. no. Also, My thoughts come with me to the grave. Thank yeah, you. But, yeah. No one needs them. No, 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 no. Also, whenever people say, I'm going to put a chip in you, I think of a chip shop chip. Oh, like, yeah. I think well of a fried chip. all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuff it in your artery. Mm, just download mm. it onto this piece of potato. Yeah. I had uh, my first chippy tea on Friday in about 10 years. And let me tell you about happiness. Oh, my God. But I always regret them. No, I got a large, regret. which was meant to feed Good. a family of four. Sure. And I ate them all. Good girl. Yeah, satisfied. Yeah. So is this a, are you vegan still? Yeah. Was it a vegan chippy thing? It was, yeah. Nice. So what do you so have? Good. Just chips? Or chips. did you have like the fake fish? No, I had all the chips. All the chips. <laughs> all of them. Mushy the peas? Whole shop. Curry no, sauce? I just wanted the chips and I've been craving it since before Christmas. And every every week I'm like, 
Oh no, I shouldn't. It's not the time. I shouldn't. But it was payday, and I thought today, today, I'm spend that two pound forty nine, and I'm going <laughs> to have it. Good, good for yeah. you. Bully yeah. for you. Yeah. So, what's been the highlight and low light of your day thus far? Um, highlight of my day was oh, what? Oh, I had some vegan bacon and avocado on toast. The avocado was vegan, was it? Yeah, yeah, it nice. was. Nice. It was raised on pulses. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I felt a bit bougie. And the low light of my day was me looking out my window to a very aggressive man shouting flat three, but I am not flat three. So I just <laughs> was pulled my blind down. At you? At me. Oh. Um, apparently he was looking for his new tenants, but they are in fact upstairs. Um, so I just pulled my blind down and pretended that it hadn't happened and let someone else deal with it. Fair enough. And are these the neighbours from hell? Yes, the neighbours with four screaming children that run above me like the devil tap dancing on my brain. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. That is the metaphor. It's not like you're in all the time, is it? No, I mean, I'm living such a busy lifestyle, jet setting here and there. Jet setting from the the couch to the bed. Yeah. Occasionally I go as far as Sainsbury's. Oh, I don't know why I said couch. Couch. I'm sofa. You've been watching too much Netflix. I have. You're Americanizing. I am starting to become Americans. Silly little things that I've started saying, and I'm like, that's actually revolting. And it is. It's the influence. You'll be taking the the trash out next. Don't. Don't. Oh no, they say garbage. The trash or the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's rubbish, Ducky. It's rubbish. (laughs) Yeah. Rubbish. So I have been um, witness to some of your relationships. Some oh, sorry RRL. about that. That's quite all right. I'm, 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 my therapy's worked. I'm over it now. Glad you are. <laughs> we just use this as a therapy session. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Some IRL and some very much through the gaze of social media. The highlights you've seen. Yeah, you've seen. Sure. But what yeah. would you say that you look for in someone well what I look for and what I end up with very Mm. different yeah ideal world I want a six foot four Kurt (laughs) Cobain looking Mm. that just makes me laugh yeah like Roger Rabbit is the dream right I don't even mind that he's funny looking I like that he wears dungarees yeah I like that I'm about that so as long as he's tall yeah I do like a tall man you're not particularly tall though I am very small yeah like really small five foot yeah because I'm five three and I was quite aghast that there was someone smaller than me yeah yeah but I just I don't know what it is I like tall men do you like to feel secure yeah maybe maybe it's my insecurities subliminally coming through (laughs) like if I'm with somebody tall I'll be safe maybe you're just massively heightist yeah I, mean, I don't know I've been with someone that was four foot eleven when you say been with that sounds I was like with you them were for a year oh yeah I was gonna say it sounds like you were fulfilling some kind of fetish but no no oh it definitely was not a fetish Four eleven. that's the yeah. same height as Kylie Minogue fun fact I wish it was Kylie I was with <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I feel like I'd have had a much nicer time so you want someone who is really tall and really funny 
Yeah, just like I'm very much on the vibe of looks fade. Mm. And also, but also, a, please look exactly the same as Kurt Cobain. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't typically stunning. He wasn't all symmetrical. I, think he was. He was I mean, gold. yeah, I think he was stunning, but like as a you know, model pretty wear everything symmetrical and everything. Right. I like an interesting face. You know, like mm. Johnny Depp is stunning, but he's not perfect. And I feel like you need a face that you can look at and notice something different all the time yeah, rather yeah. than, oh, that's um, an oil painting. I've taken yeah. it in. I'll move on. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's why we love uh, guys growing beards as well. And yeah. like face hair and stuff. It's like, that's a nice change. Yeah. What's under there? It's like drawing the curtains and yeah. opening them or putting a lick of paint on here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 So, I could hook you up with Roger Rabbit. Yeah. He's got his stilettos on. He's ready Fantastic. and raring to go. Yeah. What would you say your ideal first date scenario would be? Do you know what? I just want someone to take me on a date where it's not, should we go for a drink? Right. Bored Do you know what I mean? Like, I've been on so many drinks mm. and I hate the like, oh, so what do you do? <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh Tell me about your hair. Like, I'd rather someone went, right, meet me, Shoreditch Station, eight o'clock. We're going to Junkyard Golf. Right, you like, and okay. Then, and then I can be like, okay, okay, they're competitive, but right. also they're not mean. And you can, I feel like when you're doing an activity. How do you know they're not mean? <laughs> well, because when I get competitive, I get mean. Right. Yeah. I'm like, are you joking? That, no, I'm not having it. I want to do it again. So do you want people to see the worst of you straight off and then see if they can Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Cause if you can't handle me when I'm when I'm throwing a strop that I'm losing, yeah. You probably won't come round and play Mario Kart. Yeah, if you can't handle me at my crazy golf. Yeah, then... you can't handle me at my Sunday best. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if that's a thing. Anymore. That worked. No, that was great. It was great. Okay. So you're the opposite to me then. I just want to go for a bev, whereas you want to do activities. Is it the assertiveness yeah. that you like? Maybe not even. I mean, I do like assertiveness. I'm, I've been with a lot of wet lettuces where I'm like, mm. what do you want to do? And they're like, oh. <laughs> like, I like spontaneity. Like I went on a date with a guy who consequently destroyed my soul because... Oh. The moment I met him, I literally texted my friend and was like, this guy's going to ruin me. He's going to break oh, my heart. And yeah. he did. But our first date, we was like, right, we'll just go for a couple of drinks, blah, blah, blah. We ended up playing in a snooker tournament. We ended up going on like so many adventures because yeah. I was like, I want to go climb a tree. And he was like, cool, I'll give you a leg up. Brilliant. And I love that rather than people mm. being like, what do you mean? Like, that's going to ruin my jeans. Which well, is free to be you and then yeah. see if they're as weird as you are which is what you want. Yeah, just someone with a bit of adventure behind them. I don't like people that are like, right, so in six months' time, I've got a week off work. Shall <laughs> we go to Benidorm? I want someone to go, right, I've got the weekend off. I've booked the flight to Tenerife. We're going to do karaoke and then we're going to come home. Right. Brilliant. Nice. Yeah, you bloody love assertive people then. I also yeah. love your choices of places to go as well. I Benidorm, just love Tenerife. Tenerife. <laughs> I love Tenerife. More than most people I know. What's your happiest memory in Tenerife? My happiest memory in Tenerife. There's a few. There's there's one where 
me and my three best friends were stood on some grass and one of one of the friends actually passed away last year mm. and um so me and Kmaz and Paxman who's I've lived with still still live with us yeah, 10 yeah. years we go to that that place every year and just kind of sit on the grass and that's like my happy place but also just the fact that when we go now everybody knows us and they're like <laughs> all right girls it's the gorgeous girls and every year we get progressively less gorgeous but they can't let the name go now because it's, it's you'll be there when you're sick. 80 like say it say my yeah, name come on tell me I'm gorgeous please <laughs> yeah and we've got through lockdown with Tenerife our favorite covers band plays every Friday on Facebook and we are there and every week shout out to the gorgeous girls that's us that is incredible yeah oh my god I love that I've, I've obviously there's something missing in my life and that's something is Tenerife Tenerife honestly be prepared to hear Hotel California Purple Rain and Sweet Caroline 42 times a day I'm all right with that. So am I. Yeah, perfect. Sounds yeah. great. No, no. Does Tenerife have like a chant? Like I know that different places have like. Um. Well, there's a Linnacus there. Right. A Linnacus bar. And if you go in there every hour on the hour from midnight to maybe 5am, mm. they chant, feed the, feed the, feed the fucking pigeons. <laughs> Just about 10 times. Any... There is, there's no, no reason... It was one pissed up guy went in once 20 years ago, said it, and now it's become a tradition. Yeah, it like flashes up like a karaoke song on all the screens. And the first time I, was, I heard it, I was literally like, what is happening? Go with it. <laughs> I love it. It's great. It's beautiful. What is the best first date you've ever had or the best date in general? Um, It probably was the one that I was just yeah. saying about um I mean the next day was awful we met at one o'clock on a Sunday and he was like right I can't stay out long I'm back at work tomorrow because it was just after Christmas so he was going right. back to work the next day and I was like yeah I won't be out long because I was um I dressed as a grandma and dancing in a nightclub and I'd been doing that sure. for 4am the night before so I was like I'm gonna be tired yeah gets to 3pm and I was like oh my god it's 3am he was like it's 3pm but I was so what? very silly drunk. I was very silly drunk. And I was like, I cannot believe how drunk I am. Okay. And then we stayed out till 2 a.m. Uh, uh, yeah, to clarify, a.m. And then, and then we, he was like, I'm going to have to take you home. And I was like, okay. And he was like, and he, I remember he looked at me and went, you are acting like Kerry Katona right now. <laughs> and I just thought, brilliant. And then he bet me that I couldn't jump down all the stairs at Camden Station. And yeah. I still have the scar because I will not be beat. Shitting house. So you just fucking launched yourself. I launched myself. And apparently I did, in fact, land it. And then out of shock, fell. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just great because, like, the whole the whole date, we just... I didn't check my phone once. And I think, to me, that oh, is Oh, that's a, a sign of a good that's time. That's a sign. Like, even when I went to the toilet, I didn't take my phone. Wow. I was like, I'll be back in a minute. Didn't check my phone. And we just laughed the whole time. And mm. it wasn't like just stale, you know, like mm. stale date conversation yeah. where you just explain your life and they're not really listening. They don't really care. It was nice. Like it was like we'd known each other for, for years. I think this is the common denominator with date. If they're really good, it's just easy. It just yeah. flows. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. And I'm not sat thinking, oh, do I look okay? Is my makeup okay? Like, oh, why are they mm. looking like that? Because I'm just so engaged in the conversation and and learning about them that 
I don't mm. really care. I'm just like, this is me. If you're having a good time, great. So you knew that you were in hot water after that date. What was it that told you, this man is going to break my heart? He looked like Mick Jagger in the 70s. Say no more. So I walked up to him and I literally went, oh, no. <laughs> um, and we just, he's just the Southern version of me. Right. He's a proper rascal. He's <laughs> a ra- little rascal, but together it's just... Like, we were like naughty kids at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We were like running about Camden, like, ee! and um, devastated. So how long were you together for? That wasn't four foot 11, was it? He was, no, six foot three. He, we met in January last year and we were dating until he texted me two weeks ago to say, I've got a girlfriend. Wait, what? Yeah. So, so hang on, had it ended and then he just thought he'd let you know? Or was no, that no, his no, way I, of telling I'd you? seen him recently. Oh. And uh, then he just texts me being like, sorry, I haven't messaged you for a week. Gorgeous. Uh, you're a fucking legend, but um, I've got a girlfriend. What a considerate chap. I know. And his family had invited me for Christmas dinner as well. Oh, gee whiz. Okay, so now... You can't do it the traditional way in lockdown. Like, there's things that are in pl- that are get in the way of doing. Yeah, but fucking call you, get to Facetime. So he oh, just, just don't bother. You. Just disappear like the scab you are. <laughs> <laughs> Let me flick you away. Yeah. Fuck off forever. Because it had been like two weeks we hadn't spoken, and he did this a lot. Like during the first lockdown, he just moved to Switzerland. to to build a hospital fair enough cute but just didn't speak to me for three months then came back and was like I've really missed you you're amazing and I was like well yeah obviously but where the fuck have you been yeah I gave him a second chance he took me out for this really fancy dinner and I like bought a dress wow I know bought a dress and uh, it was all going really well and then then he went to the Netherlands then he went to New Zealand (laughs) Yemen (laughs) he moved to Yemen do you think he actually went to Switzerland? Uh, apparently he did. There was some photo evidence. Not just really good at photoshopping. No, because he did ask me to photoshop him a uh, corona test so that he could get back in the country without isolating, to which I said, you haven't spoke to me for three months. No, no. This guy is a fucking prick. He's insane, right? Why? He's insane. Okay. Now. I cried so much over this boy. Oh, Why? Look, He's the, heart's a loser. Want, the heart wants what it wants, right? Mine wants hurting, apparently. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you keep going back? I don't know. But recently I've been, um, so I have like a moon journal. Mm. Make of that what you will. But I update it. like a period diary. No, I write about like the moon and astrology and what's going on. And I update it once a week. And at the moment, we're going through the age of Aquarius again. And I was reading about it. And um, so Aquarius's symbol, Aquarius's, Aquarius symbol is uh, them holding water. Yeah. And I always thought Aquarius was a water element, but it's not, it's air. Mm -hmm. And they are the water bearer. And I, as a Pisces, need water. So I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, it's weird because he had this weird hold over me. Like I was desperate for the water from him. (laughs) But I didn't get it. (laughs) So I don't know. Maybe that's my brain thinking too far into things because I've got a lot of time on these hands. But it just made me think, 
Oh, yeah, not compatible. Now that you've got the moon journal on the go, are you just going to be straight away, first question, what's your star sign? You're out. No, because I've been I've been doing it for two years, mm. um, but I always turn to it more when I need help coping rather yeah. than okay, this person seems great, but what's the catch? Mm. I kind of when when I've gone through something more serious or I'm like feeling a bit down, I'll turn to it more then and be like, okay, maybe this is the explanation. I don't take it as gospel, but I think sometimes it's just like, oh, okay, there's five planets in retrograde. I feel mental yeah it's this always, might be why yeah definitely I think that's always the case with anything like um horoscopes tarot angel yeah. cards all those kind of things like I I don't personally see any harm in them because I think whatever you you're you know inside what it is that you need and yeah. whatever you know I could get the same four cards as you and we it's would how interpret, you interpret them, them. Yeah, yeah in completely different ways and it will help you and it will help Mm -hmm. you to make sense of stuff so I think there's absolutely no problem the only thing I have a problem with is the fact that it's called a moon journal well I don't I don't call (laughs) it my moon journal I just didn't know how to I didn't know how to call it your moon journal all right I'll publish it and call it my moon journal dedicated to cat (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much thank you um so what would you say your worst first date scenario would be um do you know what? I've had some awful first dates, but, but what I'm most grateful for in my whole life is that I actually witnessed the worst first date. Was, was it me? No, no it wasn't, okay, unfortunately. Good, good. It was Paxman. Right. God love it. Of course. So we have a really like bougie um kind of cocktail jazz bar around the corner lovely it's like rustic but bougie it's great it's very hipster Mm. and one day should we just go get a cocktail brilliant as you do off we went add a cocktail paxman comes back from the toilet i think she'd had a few wines before we left because her eyes do this thing where they glaze and she's looking at you (laughs) but is she really looking at you and she went oh my god burridge i went (laughs) what what there's a man over there, looks like Ted Bundy. I was like, all right, okay. Think I love him. Okay. Anyway, said man oh, comes over. That so much. Yeah. yeah. Said man comes over a few minutes later, to which I look at him and I think, oh, the beer goggles are running deep today. <laughs> because he looks, he looks like, how do I describe him? You know, Bruce in Finding Nemo, the big shark. Is he called yeah. Bruce? Mom, Bruce. All the teeth, like uh-huh, uh-huh. all the teeth. He looks like that. Anyway, turns out he lives five doors away from us. The oh, same road. Shit. Same road. We're at number one. He's at like number 13 or something. And of I'm course just he lives at number thinking, 13 because it's the creepiest fucking number there is. Yes, exactly. Arranged to go on a date and they're, they're, they're planning to go to bingo. <laughs> right. So just imagining a serial killer at bingo. <laughs> yeah. Flying about with the dabber really aggressively punching the punching yeah. the page. Oh, I can't remember what happens anyway, but two days we've had to cancel. I think maybe me and Paxman had been booked to do a dance job or something. Or you've been summer. like, I, I don't want to get stabbed to death today. Can we do it another yeah. day? Yeah, yeah. that. And it gets to this one day, and it's a Sunday, and it's mm. um, our best friend from 
college's 30th and she's right. rented a rooftop bar, beautiful, bottomless cocktails, bottomless brunch. Nice. So we're all there drinking, whatever. Let me put it into perspective. So we all went to stage school together. Yeah. Everyone's there in like midi dresses, floral, with their husbands or they're pregnant or their yeah. wives. And yeah. then me and Paxton turn up with what can only be described as in my head, Wild Side by Motley Crue was playing as we entered. Got you. Yeah. We're head to toe in like leopard print and leather. Yeah. Straight away, everyone's like, what is happening here? What has just walked through the door? Yeah. yeah. And my friend Gareth went, So you guys look like you've been having fun. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, we have. Yeah. Anyway, we're. For eating. the past 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eating and drinking. And Paxton goes, I need the toilet. And at which point she puts her sunglasses on and she has like Joey Ramone sunglasses. Yeah. And when she's really drunk, they like fall to the end of her nose and she looks over them and she's mm. like, I'm going to the toilet. And I, <laughs> I literally went to Vic's. I went, Here we go. Anyway, it's been 10 it's, minutes it's begun it's begun it's been 10 minutes no sign of Paxman the next thing I hear <laughs> falling up down around the stairs she comes through she had like uh, e-crew white jeans on right and a little shirt tied under her breasts <laughs> yes the shirt's fully undone brilliant she's walking I call it her ossification walk because her legs don't <laughs> her legs don't bend and she's like a zombie and she just uh, <laughs> Boring. And I look and I go, oh no. These sound effects are incredible, by the way. Just comes from within. It's amazing. Tell you went to uh, went to the drama school there. I did the acting. (laughs) I have to sit her in the sink. In the and wash her sink. In the sink. Yep. Wash her jeans because they're covered in sick. I have to get the bar staff. I'm like, oh sorry, something's happened in the toilet. Um, you're gonna have to close it. She's covered in sick. Two girls try to come in the toilet. I panic and I went, I spilled my curry because it just <laughs> looked, it just looked like curry all over the floor, like chickpeas and mm. so I'm it like, was right. curry, it was just digested curry. So, yeah, it was partly digested. Mm. Sit her back down. I'm like, have a glass of wine, you'll feel better. And she was she just looks at me every glass, you're trying to kill me. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm not, have it. Anyway, she had it and she was like, do you know what, I feel better. And then she goes, oh, no. Oh, back to the point of the story. Oh, no, I'm meant to be going on this date in an hour. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I went and she was like, I'm covered in sick. <laughs> I was like, your jeans are now acid wash. That's the story we're going with. Brilliant. Stomach acid wash, but acid wash all the same. Nice, yeah. So we end up, we finish our brunch and we've got, Got to leave. So we end up going to O'Neill's in King's Cross. Oh, classy. Classy. Yeah. And I was like, text him, get him to come here. Because he won't. And then it's his fault because he's cancelled. Because nice. if you say your friend's birthday's Ooh. overrun. Good, good. No, he turns up. Oh, shit. And we're all there, this full group. And obviously everyone's heard the story. So he walks in and we're all like... Paxman sat on the windowsill with her like legs over her face, sunglasses <laughs> on. And he walks in and he, she goes, hi. And we've all heard he looks like Ted Bundy. And my friend Vix, oh, out God. of nowhere, because it went silent, just went, have you ever bitten a lady? <laughs> and he went, no, no. Which obviously only then encouraged me to go, do you own a hammer? And he was like, yes, I do. I do. I do own a hammer, actually. We somehow be, managed- It would be weirder if he didn't own a hammer. 
Like I think a no, creep- I threw it in the bin. <laughs> yeah, like a creepier thing would be like, nope, never owned a hammer. That's weirder than just being yeah, like, yeah. That's true. That's true. And then like gradually everyone left, and I was like, no, I'm not done. I need to see mm, more. Mm. So I end up putting us in a taxi to Camden, where we go to a glam rock cover band. Of course you do. And this man had an out at any point. Yeah. He could have. He had now. No, he stayed till one a.m. watching this cover band. Oh god! And then they never spoke again. I'm sure they didn't. But I've seen him collecting Deliveroo outside his house in his very beige dressing gown. Ugh. Who's got a beige dressing gown? This man. But it doesn't look like it's meant to be beige. No, I was going to say like, that started out as white, didn't it? Yeah, and it looks like it's never fully dried. The guy's probably never come out of his house again. Never washed. <laughs> The only reason he gets delivered is because he's too, he's traumatized. He is completely traumatized by Paxton. And he's like a, a really high up doctor. I think he's a surgeon or something. And he must have thought, what is this? Well, he's definitely good with a hammer then. Mm. Oh, yeah. He knows oh. where to. A surgeon's one of the creepiest jobs you could have. Yeah, off. I could not. Because it's just it is just cutting people to pieces. And hoping that it goes right. Yeah, and then getting paid shitloads of money, which makes yeah. it creepier, I think. I think it would be worse to be like a surgeon that has to amputate things, though. Yeah, like 200 years ago as well. Oh, yeah, bite this leather belt. Oh, my God. My mum once... So my mum used to do nursing when she was younger. Oh, really? She once had to carry an amputated leg down the corridor. Oh. <sighs> to, to where, dear Liza? Well, I the bin. I don't know, wherever you put uh, amputated limbs. I guess the uh, incinerator. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I I, 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 I couldn't do that. Just going to put that out there. One of my housemates really wants to do, you know, when you call 911, she wants to be one of the callers for the ambulance. 999. A 999. <laughs> no, not a caller. By the way, guys, just to let you all know, 911 is not the emergency number in the UK. If you are in the UK, <laughs> you need to be calling 999. Did I say 911? Yeah. I've Netflixed. Classic yes, fun. she wants to do that. And she, we were saying how I think to do anything like that, you have to be very good at shutting your feelings yeah. off and like yeah. taking a step back. But there's some things I could do, but that, mm, carrying mm. a leg... It's a, a job. I think yeah. fright or flight, if there's you know been a terrible accident or something, but and you're in panic mode and you have to do it. But as a yeah. job, it would, it would really. What am I carrying today? Will it be a spleen or an elbow? I know. What would be your favourite thing to carry? Body part down a corridor. A single buttock. Oh, would you carry it so it was like a, like a, bowl. a bowl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd yeah. hold the peach. Yeah. And maybe oh, but then you'll be able to see like the cross section, like the <laughs> like I've got trypophobia, so I can't fucking deal with cross sections yeah. or any kind of holes to get. Yeah, getting itchy thinking about it. What would you carry? Like an armpit? Fanny. How would you hold it? With pleasure. <laughs> Fair. With pleasure and decorum as I strolled down. Like some kind of mythical goddess. Yeah, absolutely. Catch me funny first. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, uh, a fanny or an earlobe. Oh, earlobes. 
earlobes are i think feel like mole's testicles what i'd imagine a mole's testicles <laughs> you've like. been feeling the old mole's testicles the it's been a side has changed you. <laughs> yeah i've been out in the sticks for some time now yeah uh yeah like they're just so soft earlobes are see they can make or break not just a man just a person for me i've got a real thing about lobes have you yeah. how do you feel about the kind of the ones where there's no lobe it just kind of fuses into that's what I like. I like like a dangler you do like a dangler I don't you don't so you I wouldn't like think... a, not you're not a fan of a Buddha ear no my granddad Peter had very long lobes and I remember in the wind they would wake <laughs> wow not massively it'd be a very like it'll be very subtle very yeah. subtle waver but i'm very observant and i notice very little mm. petite movements and i just remember thinking what's happening yeah that's a lot that's yeah. the kind of thing that shouldn't make you feel sick but makes you feel sick yeah like, like a it's... pinky ring on a man right i like it if it's in an ironic way like, I like it if a hipster's got a gold sovereign on his pinky. Or I actually quite like them. What I don't like is when, and in the UK, it's often taxi drivers and drug lords. In uh, Vietnam, where I used to live, it's a lot of men. A right. really long pinky fingernail fingernail just the singular one yeah. and they would have it so they could pick their noses yeah. it wasn't even gangsters they could take cocaine it was literally oh. because it's different out there and picking your nose isn't seen as such a disgusting yeah. it's thing. just a thing isn't it that they happens. would grow them to pick the fucking nose with i get the coke thing but then it's like just have like get a gold one stuck on like really go for yeah, it yeah you know poundland I mean? doom for a quid there you go go and fill your boots <laughs> yeah in a multitude of sizes what's the worst first date you've ever been on it was um it was okay so I'd matched with this guy on Hinge mm. and he'd said he was five foot eight and I knew he wasn't. I could tell. Right. And I didn't want to go and I'd had a right day at work mm. and we were meant to meet. I finished work at, what, seven? And we were mm. meant to meet at half eight. And my friend Mel was there and I was like, can we just please get a drink before I go on this yeah. date? Because I just... You know, when you're just not in the mood. Yeah. And yeah. I think I'd already cancelled like four times. And I was just <laughs> like, right, just get it over with. Anyway, then um, Finn rings me. Yeah. And he's like, I'm in Central. And I was like, mm. okay, well, we're here. Like, come. He'd been having a really bad day and he needed someone to talk to. So I just took them on the date. Brilliant. Yeah. I've done but when before. we turned up, we drank like a bottle of wine each, I think. Yep. Finn, Finn still had the bottle in his hand. He like walked into this pub like he was about to shank someone. Gorgeous. So it was like, excuse me, um, no. And he was like, oh, uh, sorry. And then we turned up and this guy was so much smaller than me. Right. Like quite a lot. And he shook Finn's hand and Finn went, <gasps> like that. <laughs> and then this guy went to the bar and I was like, Finn, what did he give you an electric shock or what just happened? He was like, because Finn's got quite small hands for a man of his size. Yeah, stature. And Finn, yeah, and Finn was like, his hands are so small, it was oh. like shaking hands with a creepy doll. Oh, no. Yeah, and then this guy, all he kept saying was, 
it was Irish, really heavily Irish. And mm. it, it took me quite a while to figure, kind out of what he was saying. figure out what he was saying. And then he just kept saying, so what do you do? What do you like? And I was like, oh, I mean, I can just stand here and list for hours if you like. Yeah. But he asked me nothing other than what do you do? What do you like? Tall men with big hands, not yes. you. <laughs> yes. I like not being here. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just. How long did the date last? What felt like eternity. I'm sure. 30 and seconds. I, yes. And I ended up leaving just like, oh, I should go because I'm at work in the morning. Um, but it was just oh, that. And actually, I had a guy walk out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still trying to take me out again. And I'm like, I don't understand this. What happened there? So we met up and we had a drink. It was fine. And we were going around Soho and we ended up in Crowbar. Yeah, rest in peace. Which, for anyone that doesn't know, is just a dirty dive bar mm. that's been around since, like, I don't know, 70s, 80s. It's full yeah. of metal heads. It stinks. If you use the toilet, you're probably immune from most diseases. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And um, I went to the bar to get a drink. And we'd, we'd been out a while by this point. And I got talking to a man that's a local, like a regular in there that I'd yeah. seen. Just, you know, I just know him from being about. Yeah. I'm always about on one of them. <sighs> sure. And he ended up buying me tequila with all his friends. And I did this tequila and this guy had obviously seen and then just left. But what? I thought he'd gone for a cigarette. So I went and sat back at the table with Add all another tequila. Yeah, sat down, brought all the... There were Italian, all his friends, brought all the Italians over. We were having, like, banter because I, at the time, could speak a bit of Italian. I'd been learning it. Yeah. And um, two hours passed and I was like, oh... He's, He's not, not coming, coming back, back, is he? So what I was text, his reason? Yeah. Well, I, I ended up leaving and I got an Uber to my work, which was around the corner, so I could just like sit and compose myself. And I was like, where did you go? Yeah. And he was like, well, you were having too much fun without me. And I was like, oh, they, I like they're my, I'm making friends. I kind of know them. And he was like, no, that's not how you behave on a date. And I was like, listen, don't lecture me Fuck about how off. to behave. That's and a it, red flag right there. Yeah. And I was like, look, this is who I am. I baby. make friends. <laughs> Take me or leave me, baby. See the but tequila, you, baby. Yeah. But you're a bit like me. Like you just attract people that want to talk to you and make friends. And yeah. Or you if never you're really going to me, get in my bed. Yeah. Yeah. Or I like to outcreep the creep. That's my new game. Oh, that is fun. What's your favourite way to outcreep a creep? What's like a classic that always works? Um, I quacked at a man once. That'll do it. Yeah, but That'll like really it. stared him dead in the eye, like Stanley Kubrick style. Nice. And just went. These sound effects keep them coming. <laughs> I'm fucking loving them. <laughs> What's your worst first date scenario? So setting. Um, oh, I think it'd be like, well, either the cinema because that's not a date. You're sitting no, in silence. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Unless you like go to the cinema and then you have planned to go somewhere afterwards where you can review the film. If it's Fine. like, yeah, if it's like, oh my god, there's this really like edgy underground film or like something being reshown that you might, yeah, both really and also have loved. like have a chat before you go in as well. Yeah, like let's get a, a cup of tea and then afterwards we can go for food I love or a cup of tea. I let's go to the cinema, tea. have a cup of tea. <laughs> uh, maybe take it in with. Why not? Yeah. Don't scold yourself. <laughs> or just like I would hate to go to like a really posh restaurant on a first date. 
Yeah, it's like uh, it's nice on an anniversary as a treat, but on a first date, I just think you're not going to get to know me at all. You're going to get to know me based on what I feel is appropriate to talk about in, in this, this setting. Because they're yeah. usually very, very quiet. You know, there's always that like, like that soft murmur of people. Yeah, where it's you can hear people talking, but you'd kind of zone it out because you don't want to hear. And I just think, nah, it's not for me. Yeah, fair enough. I want to be comfortable on my first date and I want to be be able to turn up looking how I want to look. I don't want to think, oh God, I've got to put heels on and a dress and then I've got to eat in front of this person that I don't know. <laughs> and then I've got to say, oh, by the way, do they do a vegan option? Because yeah. then I just sound like, oh, I hate that when I've got to be like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually vegan. I hate doing that because we get a bad press. You do. I don't like, I don't, I'm not a forceful vegan. I just, I, I, that's my choice. You eat what you want. I'll eat what I want. Don't worry about it. No. And I think that's the, I think that's the thing about vegans is the ones that pretend they don't like to say that they're vegan, but then come on a podcast and say that they're vegan. <laughs> I'm the worst person. <laughs> But it is awkward, like when you're going on a date. Like, yeah. This this guy was like, "Oh, should we go for a pic- uh, a picnic?" And I'll bring all uh, homemade pastries, and mm. I had to be like, "That's really sweet, but no, I'm not going to eat them." And then I feel like you have to justify why because you don't want them to think yeah, that you don't yeah, like yeah, pastry yeah. and that you're weird. Yeah, because that I I wouldn't date someone that didn't like pastry. Who is your celebrity crush? <sighs> I've got a couple. Yeah, good. And there is no through line. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, straight off the bat, Ian Summerholder. I don't know who that is. He is in Vampire Diaries. Is he the and one that he... went out with Lady Gaga? No, he went out. He's married to Nikki Reed that plays Rosalie in Twilight. I don't know who any of these people are. Give me his name. Ian Summerholder, and all I want in life is for him to Ian Summerhold me. There she is. There she is. (laughs) He is. Him. Yeah, I know know who this person is. He is. Oh, my God. He's got a very wonky face. Is that why Uh, you like him? Them eyes. But he's got a really wonky face. So in Vampire Diaries, his character does this like side smile. Don't know that that's him. I'm looking at him on the GQ carpet and he just is a wonky faced man. He's beautiful. And I would, my God. (laughs) Or just flooded a basement. He is so handsome. Blue eyes for me. I just cannot. Yeah. I just, I just. That man. Oh, who else? Um, so Roger Michael Rabbit. J. Fox. Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future specifically. Yeah. Um, but I'm a massive fan of him. I think he was the first. Him and um Ralph. I don't know if you say Macchio or Macchio that played Danielson in the Karate Kid. Oh, I don't see these references. Right, got you. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They were like my first ever. So you like? Crushes. I was going to say they're kind of like the cute. Oh, yeah. first crushes where you're like, boys are quite fun and good looking. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I hate like gym men. Uh, yeah, this don't is... have time for that. Like, if someone tries to match with me on a dating app, and more than one picture is them in the gym. In fact, one picture of them in the gym. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Like, I can see that you look good. Work out. 
because yeah. that's good for you that makes you feel and look good and yeah. I'm happy about that yeah but when it's a gym picture I'm like you spend a lot Too of long. your life in the yeah. gym if you're having to yeah. yeah and I think men boys men everyone actually needs to be aware that the gym playing FIFA mm. and being a record yeah. is not a personality yes Agreed. Do them thing. Do them things. That is great. I don't mind what you do in your spare time. But if you're, I was dating a guy in summer, and his whole personality was, oh, I take loads of ketamine, and I'm really good at FIFA. I was like, anything else? He was, I like wrestling. How long did you date him for? Two months. Two months too long. I know. We need to sort you out, mate, because you've got red flags flying at you. And I'm you're making just a scarf out of them. them. You are. You're wearing it with pride. <laughs> Which brings me on to my next question. What's red, what red flags should I look out for with you? I don't know anymore what I would be like in a relationship. Interesting. I can hand on heart, hold my hands up, readily admit with my ex, I was insane. Right. How so? But only like I'm a giver. Mm. And I will give and I will give and I will give and I will give and I will not expect anything back in return. But the less you give me, the more I will give you until I am totally destroyed and have nothing left. Got you. Okay. And with my ex, he just made me, I gave everything to him to the point where I was just a shell of myself. Like I didn't know who mm. I was. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I stopped singing totally. I stopped really? doing anything I really loved. Stop seeing my friends um, because so I you just, just gave went, him all of your time, everything, all of your energy. Yeah, and all I ever did was cry. And every time I had just one glass of wine, I would have a breakdown, and I would mm. be really nasty and aggressive. And that, looking back now, I realised that all that nastiness and that aggression it wasn't aimed at anyone but myself because I was so yeah. frustrated with myself because I was literally like, I don't know who I am anymore. Yeah, without this person. If this person leaves me, I will not be a person. Actually, mm. I've had the best two years of my life since we split up and yeah. I've finally found out who I am. And I'm at the stage now where I'm like, if someone doesn't want to be with me, if someone doesn't text me back, whatever, like I I deserve someone that will. And I can't mm. make somebody love me by giving me all, by giving them all of yeah. me. In Tends fact, all me. I'm doing is making me love myself less. So I don't know moving forward what my red flags would be in a relationship because I feel like I'm a, a new woman. This is spoken about a lot on the podcast, but breaking out of codependency is really, yeah. really difficult. And actually, you know, I recognised my red flags that looked the same as yours. Mm -hmm. And I then got into a relationship and then all these other red flags of, that I needed to look out for, which was yeah. codependency in a different guise. And it wasn't until I then got into that relationship that I was like, oh shit, no, I now need to look out for these. But it's only through trying. Yeah. And yeah. You are seeing the red flags and going, no, I'm not going to take that risk because I know how this ends up. So yeah. it's having that tenacity, like knowing yourself and knowing that I am me and I'm going to turn up whatever. And if you don't like it, that's fine. It just means that we don't match each other. It's not that I'm not a good enough person or no one's ever going to love me or any of that stuff. But um mm. And then it is literally just putting it to the test, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it is that thing of constantly like when this guy was like, oh, by the way, I've got a girlfriend now. 
the recent mm. one, I straight away went into, oh, my God, I feel sick. I can't eat. I can't do anything. Course, I'm yeah. not good enough. Once again, I'm not good enough for anyone. I've wasted the last year of my 20s mm. on this guy. And then I thought, actually, I've learned a lot from this because yeah. in that time where he was ghosting me I hate that term but that's what he was doing ghosting me ignoring me still watching my Instagram stories but not texting me back for months on end not once did I message him and old me with my ex would have been like are you fucking joking you're doing Mm. you're watching my Mm. Instagram stories but you can't reply I've I've realized that actually I'm a lot I'm in a lot better place than I was because I just don't let it affect me I'm like okay you don't want to talk to me that's fine I will eventually find someone that will and if I don't Mm. then I'm happy enough in my own life with the friends I've got around me that I don't I'm not missing anything I'm a whole person now yeah I guess I guess then it's like what you've learned so you learned so much I mean the more tumultuous the relationship the more we Mm. learn don't we yeah so it's like with your ex you learn about how your behaviors get triggered really easily so you're like right I'm and also work about on setting up boundaries well this is it and yeah. I think with the last guy it's like right now with the next person if someone shows you that they are a fuck boy listen to that yeah. and walk away at that stage don't make excuses for yeah them. don't like because it is it's all about you know yeah people showing you their actions and yeah not the fucking the the messages that they eventually send you three months later like fuck yeah. that shit because yeah. your your boundary isn't there so you're going I'm okay with this behavior that's what you're yeah. saying to them yeah with it everyone deserves a second chance I've made hundreds and mm. thousands and through my behavior I've probably made a lot of not enemies but I've lost quite a few friends just from the way I have been and always mm. reflect is it deflecting yeah deflecting my behavior onto other people but now I'm just like right I'm going to own this so anyone that hurts me you need to own it too and you need to establish that actually in this situation you were the problem and I don't want to hear your excuses that's it I think it's going into a relationship knowing that I have faults and issues and problems and I'm going to own up to them when the time is right but also you do and that's my thing now I'm like one striking you out and you know what Whenever I give someone a chance, my gut's saying something and my gut's yeah. never fucking wrong. So I think yeah. I'm probably going to get to the stage where I'm just like, nah, I don't even entertain it. Like, mm-hmm. but we'll get there. Yeah. We will. We will. What is your best feature? Um, What is my best feature? It's probably Paxman. <laughs> She's my best feature. We are a double act. Um, I don't know what my best feature is I always say what I lack in looks I make up for in personality um, well I think that means that you don't have any personality then because you're stunning <laughs> oh you don't be silly I'm aging look you're I'm fit. aging so Thank many you. of my friends come on Damn. here and they're like oh and I'm like you're really fit like own it enjoy <laughs> it because it ain't always gonna be there well, do you know what? I'm finally at a place where I am comfortable with how I look. Which, That's great. After being a dancer from the age of two and going to stage school, that has taken me a hell of a long time. Yeah. But do you know what? I'm 30 this month. Whoop, this whoop. is who I. Woo! This is who I am. I've hated my body for so much of my life. This is me. 30, um, flirty, and thriving. Yeah. I thought you were going to say throbbing. <laughs> Either go for it if that's throbbing what's on your and mind. Thriving. <laughs> <laughs> they're too throbbing and thriving oh yeah that's me 
damn right pulsating um, but I think I don't know my best feature I I would like to think it's that I'm very easy to talk to yeah like if I'm whether I'm your friend whether I'm an acquaintance whether I'm someone you know on the internet mm. or I'm in a relationship I'd like to think that if people reach out for me I'd always be there yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if even if I can't be there dead on that moment immediately because of whatever reason, whether it's something I'm going through or, you know, I'm busy mm. with work, whatever, I will always get back to someone or I always will give people the time of day. And I think in a relationship, a lot of time, people underestimate the value of communication. They think, oh, I've got yeah. a problem. I'll go to my friend. But actually, sometimes a lot of things can just be solved by going straight to the person and being like, cool. Like, so you mean it, you this. mean communication, talking about stuff within the relationship? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not even just that, but even like, say I'm not feeling great one day. Mm. I'd like to think I would be good at going to my partner and saying, just, you know, I'm not off with you today. I'm not feeling good within myself. Mm. I don't want you to read into anything I might do, say. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't do that in a relationship. And I know I, I've in the past been like, oh, my God, are they going to break up with me because they've been That's really off with me for thing, a few days? Though, we get scared that if we say what it is that we need or that we feel we're going to be rejected. Yeah. And then we and then that goes hand in hand often with people pleasing. Like we just want them to feel OK. Yeah. Or we just want to. I think this is certainly something that we do when we're younger and hopefully grow out of. Yeah. Is we want to appear a certain way. And that if we are too raw or honest or just fucking human, that that's yeah. going to break the facade and they're no longer going to want to be with us. But you're yeah. totally right. And I think it's it's a balance between communicating with them when needs be, but also not putting everything on them. Yeah. So the example you gave was brilliant because that's like you might say to them, I'm having a bit of an off day. I'm going to go and chill with Paxman for the day. Rather than I'm not going to tell you how I'm feeling, but I'm going to be around you. And then it's going to become this fucking weird, volatile, probably argument and exactly gross thing. Yeah. Yeah. And also not putting pressure on yourself to this is one thing I've learned and made a a thing of this lockdown, Mm. especially I'm not going to put pressure on myself to always be happy. I'm going to allow myself to feel what Definitely. I need to feel. Yeah. Whereas when I was with my ex, he used to say to everyone like, oh my God, Burridge is amazing. She's always so happy. She's always so happy. And yeah. then I got that thing where I was like, right, I need to be happy all the all time, time because that's what's expected of me. And if I'm yeah. not, I'm letting not only this person down, but all his friends that are mm-hmm. relying on me to come in and be like, woo. I'm gonna pick your yeah, mood up. Yeah. And actually, sometimes I just don't want to pick everyone else's mood up because I need to work on my own. Totally. And it's like preserving your energy as wanky yeah. as that sounds. And yeah, yeah. I have it, I had a real thing with like if I wasn't 10 out of 10, it would cause me to be anxious because I wouldn't even go to things because I'd think, oh, yeah. but I'm not the thing that everyone's expecting yeah. of me. Yeah. Um, I'm not letting you get away with this. What's your best physical feature? Um, I like my eyes gorgeous eyes eyes and smile for me are yeah. so important and they are one and the same like I love people that have smile with their eyes like yeah just that when you don't have, you don't have to say anything but you can like look at someone and you yeah. can just like yeah. I love that I love oh, that no you have you've got gorgeous eyes yeah thank you well done mm. <laughs> again uh, from my mama cheers mama <laughs> what is your biggest turn off in a potential mate 
I would say, well, the pinky ring thing, I just can't get over it. And I know I, I can pinpoint the exact moment it became an issue for me. Go on. I was at a party. Mm. It was my friend's party. All their friends were very posh. And when I right. say very posh, I mean, they spoke like they're chewing a 50, you know. <laughs> nice. <Yes. laughs> they had the Tory laugh. Yeah. Tories there, that's a turn off. But one of them just had this. This pink, it was a you know the signet Love pinky it. rings, and Love it had it. like the family crest on it. <gasps> and they yep. made a comment, and I can't remember the exact comment, but they like raised their did pinky. They, did they try to seal a wax envelope with it in front of you? <laughs> it contained ten thousand pounds. To say to you, yeah, a scroll. <laughs> no, they like raised their pinky, and they were like, "This little beauty can get me in." I think they named like some important political building and right. i just thought like oh you wanker yeah that that's gonna put you off yeah definitely i understand that so is that your only turn off what else turns yeah <laughs> i don't like i don't like love bombing yeah as a trait mm. physically yeah like gym bodies i just i can't get on board with them because i'm always going to feel insignificant next to you what want a dad bod I either want like a really lanky or like a dad bod. Got you. Yeah. Some, There's some... plenty of those going around. You'll be right. Yeah, well, uh, here's to hoping. Yeah. Hoping one will skip my way. And just someone with no interests, like... Or, or someone who wears a signet ring, does cat off it. Yeah. Oh. Doesn't have a personality, but says that they do because they play FIFA. Yeah. And is four foot eleven. I'd see height. You, you've not bothered me ma- that much. You cannot say. <laughs> but I just that like height. a tall man. No, no, no. You cannot say that height does not bother you. <laughs> we've got four foot eleven. We've got man with the tiny doll hands. <laughs> oh no, but that's creepy. Tiny doll hands are creepy. If someone's yeah. small and like they've got the, they make me happy and make me laugh, and I could deal with the height. What if you saw? Basically, the resurrection of Kurt Cobain, and he had tiny little hands. No, 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 so tiny he couldn't even pull the trigger. Oh, but then he wouldn't play guitar. He'd have a so, little ukulele, <laughs> a child's ukulele with yeah. two strings. Yeah. All right, I might think about it then. Have a think, get back I'll to have me. A think. Yeah, I'll have a think. The signet ring would be on his thumb. That's how some of his hands are. <laughs> That is nasty. But you know what I mean? Like if someone doesn't have a hobby, because I have a lot of hobbies and interests. Like you have a lot of interests. You Mm. really into like art and books Mm. and things like that. And I obviously have my singing, my performing. I'm really into reading, poetry. If I was like, oh, I'm going to go home now because there's this book I want to read or there's this new show about this I really want to watch. And they were like, oh, can I come? I'd be like, well, no, this is like your time. I think it's indicative of people that can't comfortably sit with themselves. And yeah. that was me for a long time. And I think that if you can't just sit and be, yeah. there's work that you need to be doing on there. yourself. And I think that also it's a lack of confidence. And I'm not saying yeah. that a lack of confidence isn't is something to run away from, but for me, there's a certain level of confidence that I need in someone. And that often yeah. is shown by them having a passion. 
Yeah. And like, also then they understand why you want to do that stuff. Like yes. if I go, right, I what really what I really need to go do this, they might be like, why do it tomorrow? I'm like, no, I mm. for myself, that makes yeah. me happy. And for where I want to be in life, I need to do it. And if if someone yeah. doesn't understand that, I feel like they won't truly appreciate all the layers of your being and all the layers of what makes you you. It's totally. more of just a surface thing. Yeah. And also if they can't understand that time to yourself and how precious that is and what that gives you they'll become jealous of you yeah wanting that time because they won't understand yeah why you don't want to spend all the time in the world with them and yeah if some it's on my list of things if someone they have to have stuff shit going on they have to have stuff going on in their lives because otherwise it just becomes a toxic can't live without each other but not doing anything and also what do you talk about like I would love Mm. nothing more than someone to ring me like a partner to ring me and go I've just finished the most incredible book you must read it I think you'll love it and I'll be like oh wow because then you're helping each other grow yeah as people and you're like discovering things together and it gives you points of interest to come back to like say yeah. you've got because I'm training to be a wedding planner at the moment I know it's so good That's so yes. funny so say like you meet a couple and they go actually we bonded over this book we want some part of it to come out in the wedding I think that's so beautiful like a quote from a book or just something that kind of ties you all together mm. and if you don't have that it's just quite shallow I think yeah you have nothing but one another and that yeah is not healthy uh-uh so barrage yeah you're on death row oh god what have I done <laughs> killed someone who have you killed and why and then what are you what are you chowing down as your final meal on death row I've probably killed John Crease. I don't know who one of these people are that you're talking he's about. not a real person <laughs> He's he's the bad guy in Karate Kid and he's just got the face of evil. He's just got the face of absolute. (laughs) You know, when some actors, you're like, you were born to play evil. Yes. He has just got the face. Like the demon headmaster. Not not so much like a demon. He's just got like the face of anger and and frustration and hatred you know when someone's face when you start yeah. seeing a personality in a face yeah like the twits you think of yes your thoughts and you become yes ugly. Yeah. He's, a, he's like the twits but my god and he was the nemesis of my whole childhood well he was trying to get to one of your boys one of your crushes yes, exactly and nobody is getting daniel larusso on my watch oh <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. no, no how no. would you kill him um, probably. Have you seen Karate Kid? Do you know what? I'm about to out myself. Oh. I've never seen Karate Kid. Go have everyone after me now. I have. I have a Karate Kid tattoo. I love it that much. Right. Okay. I'm like, going to watch it for yeah. you. Yeah. So there's, I think it's in, is it C? It's either the first or the third film. I, can't, I think How it many are there? There's four. Oh, for fuck's so, sake. I didn't know I was signing up to four films. Well, only watch one to three. So the first one is the, the OG. <laughs> the yeah, second yeah. one, they're in Okinawa, Japan. The third one, they're back in the hometown. And the fourth one's with Hilary Swank. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So it's people have mixed opinions. Oh, I quite sh- like it. But, you know, it's just not the same. Okay. But Mr. Miyagi gets this, this guy on the floor and he pulls his hand back as if he's about to karate chop his jugular. Yeah. And he goes, live or die. And he goes, die. 
And then he squeezes his nose and goes, ha, wrong. But kill him. Yeah. Or when, what is it when you do the palm of your hand and it goes into your brain, your nose? I don't know, but I want to watch that on YouTube now. What, just like yeah. a swift heel like, of the hand? You, yeah, and it, there's, a, there's an angle. I don't know why I know this. There's an angle. Because you've you been can... watching all the Karate Kid <laughs> films, obviously. You can, if you hit at a certain angle, your nose bone just like crunches in penetrates your brain well, that, i can't imagine it's a, twins. yeah can't imagine it's a nice way to go no yeah it's got to be a karate move you've yeah, got out with a karate move for him, sure. or maybe just a, oh, to the jugular yeah that'd be how i'd take him down i love it what are you eating three courses three oh yes oh, oh. <laughs> oh i'm treating you after that well, do you know what in that case, I'd probably start with a ploughman's. Yeah. Now. I love a ploughman's. Are we fucking off the veganism for the last meal or are we doing a vegan verge? Do you know what? Yeah, because then when I get electrocuted or injected, however you're wishing to kill me, yeah. I'll shit over them all. <laughs> We've had a few yeah. of them. It's a good way to go. So definitely a ploughman's. I am obsessed with like pickle and cheese. Pickle is... Pickle I and love cheese it. is Oh my divine. God, I'm salivating. I love this, you know, the... The Branston, but the tiny Branston pickle. Got it in the cupboard, and oh, I'm probably going to go have a spoonful. My mouth's filling up with saliva. Yeah. Um, I once went to a music festival, and, you know, people take all the food. I took nothing but three packs of wraps, Branston pickle in a squeezy tube, and mm. cheese. What more do you need? And I was well happy. I appreciate that. That's yeah. beautiful. Oh. And then also, you don't have to go for a shit for the whole festival because you're just... Clogged. <laughs> logged with cheese and wraps. Cheese and pickle. Mm. <laughs> what, about your, what about your main? I would probably... I would either go... I'd have to see how I felt on the day. Mm. Definitely a rice-based dish. Ooh. But I'd either go Mexican and get a burrito... Yeah. And I'd probably go for like pulled pork if I was breaking veganism. Get that wrap in. Yeah. Yeah. Pulled pork. Or I would go for a Massaman curry, which is my favourite yeah. nice. food. But I would want it made by my auntie, who is Thai, and she makes the most incredible food ever. I'll see what the uh, the big dogs say, but I'm sure yeah. we can sort that out Fly for her you. in. She yeah, yeah. is the best cook in the world and she makes really good um vegan spring rolls she learned how to make so i'd want a couple oh, of them on the side as well because lovely. they are so good i'm get, i'm actually just realized how fucking hungry i am <laughs> talking about all this stuff mm. what about your pud pud i'd either go do you know what i would go on i'd probably have apple crumble and custard so classic, so yeah. northern. Or maybe some, I might have some, include some blackberries in there as well. Oh, push apple the boat out, bla- apple yeah. blackberry crumble. A bit, make it a bit tart, have a bit of another, Ooh, yeah. a zing to it. Yeah. Yeah. With a nice, I've re- I'm really into a, just a brandy at the minute, maybe just a brandy on the side. Oh, yeah. What is your funeral song going to be? It's planned. Me and Paxman go together in blaze okay. in a blaze of glory. We don't know what will happen. She's gonna have to kill him at the same time then, so that you're on death row together. Yeah. To okay. Maybe she can hold him. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear my hip just crack? Then? I did. Fuck wow. me. Thirty-two. We're getting old, aren't we? <laughs> it's like a it's like a drum choir in here. Every time me and Paxman move, our hips oh. are like seizing like an old hinge. Ooh. It's not a dating app in my life. It's my joints. 
<laughs> so you're having a, a jewel a joint funeral yeah. and we're going to be brought in because you can buy i don't know how i know this sidecars for harleys that look like coffins wait so do you mean which way around so are they coffins or are they sidecars well i think they're coffins on wheels yep so we're gonna I be mean, on you've the... got to get the coffin there somehow yeah we'll yeah. have either side of the harley yeah. And we're going to be, we're going to pull up to the funeral to Wildside by Motley Crue when it does that. And then the whole congregation has to go, Wildside. That's, Do that's they get that. informed of that before? I love that you've got a congregation at your I funeral. I feel like the people that would come to my funeral would just do that naturally. The, the the people that you've surrounded yourself with in life are all going to be high kicking yeah. in their falsetto. In pleather. That. Yeah. <laughs> All the pleather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I don't know. I think while we're in the funeral, I'd maybe like everyone to sing Fleetwood while Mac we're the Chain. In the funeral. <laughs> I want everyone to sing Fleetwood Mac the Chain in perfect harmony. Yeah. No, that's nice. Someone then, will get a bass solo. Yeah. Because when you get the boom, that's when you could start going down the tunnel to the fire. Or are you going to be buried? I think I I want to be buried, but only because I really want to be buried to walk by Foo Fighters. The bridge goes, I'm never going to die. I'm never going to die. And I'm sitting on my grave. Yeah, and I just think, hilarious. If you can't have a laugh when you're dead, what's the point? What would your grave say? I'm never going to (laughs) die. That would be a good thing to have on your headstone. Only joking. (laughs) (laughs) Lols. Ruffle. Yeah, I don't know what, maybe there's a really, um, there's a famous Ozzy Osbourne quote I like, but I don't think it's gravestone appropriate, but I would quite like it, um, where he just says, if you can't have a laugh, don't fucking bother. If you're not laughing, you're crying, so you may as well have a laugh. So, Burridge. Yes. After our date. Yeah. Would you say that our platonic love will blossom into romance? Will our shared dating trauma set the scene for a one-night stand or are you simply going to ghost me after discovering way too much information? I think we'd blossom. And i tell you as to why. Go on. Because there was a lot of call and response. We listened, (laughs) we absorbed, we responded. (laughs) Perfect partnership, perfect relationship. I'm not doing a fucking moon journal, though. I'm telling you that right now. I'll do it. Don't worry. (laughs) I'll do yours. I'll do yours. I'll write it. I cover all bases. Beautiful. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for coming on. You've been a joy. Thank you for having me. No one can see. Absolute pleasure. Me doing the karate kid. Oh, no. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're bowing. Yes. It's there been we so are. so lovely to see you. Have you had the oh, nice no. time? I have had the best time, and it's so oh. nice to see your face. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I'll see you very soon, anyway. Yes, we'll yes, yeah. we will do something in the mighty north. Hey, up the north, up the north, a bit of fresh air. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You are so very welcome. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Massively appreciate it. If you think someone would enjoy this podcast, please do share it. We're available on Spotify, where you can follow us, Acast, and Apple, where you can rate, subscribe, and review. And I'm going to stick up a lovely little picture of Burridge on the Date My Mates Instagram page, and you can go follow her and all the amazing music that she's putting out there it's gaining a lot of momentum and uh, she's got actual real life fans which i find hilarious brilliant (laughs) uh me included obviously 
and thanks to the guys at Digit Music go and check out all the incredible work that they're doing and uh, you'll see me hear from me I'll be back in a week's time